Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992-800-413-6992-800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. we got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Talking golf. Teeing it up and talking golf. That's what we do every Sunday right here on Tee to Green, the golf show. Hi there. Welcome in. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans thanking you for listening and being the most important part of the show every Sunday. It's another home edition of the big show, and we have a great one for you today. Are you over 50? Are you a golfer over 50? Well, we're going to talk about golf and aging and how older golfers can turn back the clock when it comes to their game. Dr. Neil Wokadoff from the Colorado Center for Health and Sports Sciences says it can be done. It's working for professional golfer, 63-year-old Bernard Longer, and thousands of others who are helping to fight off father time. Dr. Neil will join us and tell us about some of the things that you can do in part one of a two-part interview today here on T to Green. Well, it's been just a little over a year since golf lost Pete Dye. In his 94 years, Dye designed some of the greatest courses around the world and in this country, TPC Sawgrass, Crooked Stick, La Quinta, Harbortown, Whistling Straits, Kiowa Island, just to name a few. In Indiana, you can play the Pete Dye Golf Trail, seven Pete Dye courses, and golf travel writer Mark May will be here today to tell us all about it. He'll also tell us a couple of good Pete Dye stories coming your way today on another home edition of Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I gonna do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's T.D. Green. Visit our website, tdgreenradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Scott Cuddy is in master control, and we are teeing it up with Mike May to talk about Pete Dye next right here on T.D. Green. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. 
Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. by golfers, for golfers. Well, golfers listen because we speak their language. It's Tee to Green, the golf show. Hello, welcome in. How you doing? Great to be back with you. Our first live show of the new year. We've been uh, going with a couple of recorded shows, taking a little time off. Hope everyone had a great holiday season and is ready for 2021. We, we got the band back sort of today. Uh, Scott Cuddy is in master control. Uh, Jerry Evans is off today, not by choice. Um, here's the situation. Um, right now I am currently in the middle of a 14-day quarantine at home due to coronavirus protocols. I don't have the virus. Jerry does not have the virus. But uh, someone that I know that I'm in contact with tested positive recently, and so because of that, I am uh, quarantined. But uh, we got a good show for you today. 
and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Our first guest, well, you probably, if you listen to some of our recorded shows in the last couple of weeks, you heard Mike May uh, on one of them in a show from last summer. Mike is uh, with R2 Technologies. That's a that's a uh, company that works with the LPGA Tour to track stats and data at tournament events throughout the course of the LPGA season. He's also a golf travel writer, and uh, he is standing by on the guest line. Later in the hour, we'll talk to Neil Wokadoff about golf and aging. We're all getting older. There's no way around it. And if you play golf and you're over 50, you probably notice maybe a few changes, differences in your game. Well, Neil is going to talk to us about how to stave off Father Time a little bit in your golf game. That's coming up later in the show. But Mike May standing by right now. Mike, welcome. Happy New Year to you. How you doing? Happy New Year to you. I'm doing well. I'm delighted to be back on the air in Colorado. Yeah, another home edition of the show. Hey, the LPGA Tour starting up next week for the new year, the new season. Are you getting ready to go out? Uh, yeah, we've got the Diamond Resorts event in uh, Orlando, and then there's another few-week break, and we come back to Orlando to Lake Nona uh, for the Gainbridge event. So we start in Florida, and then we actually uh, move up the road to Ocala, uh, to Golden Ocala for, uh, I believe it's a match play event. So we're giving the, the ladies and uh, and the R2 Innovative Technology staff a few weeks off to rest and recuperate, and I think we've got 30-plus 30 30 events on the schedule for this year, so it should be Action pack and travel fills. Yeah. Now, last year the ladies didn't uh, get come out of COVID shutdown until what July, and then played right up to the LPGA Tour Championship in late November, early December. What's what's what was the general feeling uh, as far as last year and what they were able to pull off in a limited time under some very different circumstances? Well, it was uh, it was. Uh, in many respects, business is normal. Golf is golf. We just didn't have fans. Uh, we started early August at uh, Inverness Club in Toledo, and then uh, the next week we stayed in Toledo for the Marathon Classic at Highland Meadows. And it didn't take long for people to understand the the new rules and the new policy, and everybody got comfortable with it. And there were just a handful of uh, positive tests on the tour with caddies and players for the four or five months we were out there. And frankly, I... I wore masks, and uh, I was tested numerous times, including just a couple of days ago. Negative, 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 negative. And uh, we're Good looking for forward to a full season of 2021. Yeah. Now, one of the big changes, well, it's not going to be so much of uh, in effect this year, but just uh, recently, a couple of weeks ago, Mike Wan announced he's stepping down as commissioner after some 10 years uh, of the LPGA. What Have you heard much about that? Uh, I think everybody was uh, a little surprised. Um, I didn't realize he actually, this is, he's been on board for like 11 years, and when he first came on board, he said, I'll give you four. So he promised four, delivered 11, and uh, the tour is in great shape. I actually was present watching his Zoom interview over at Tiburon in Naples uh, just before Christmas at the CME Globe Championship, and he uh, sounded upbeat, positive, committed to the future, and but he, he said he's leaving this year. He did not give an exact date. I'm not sure when that's going to be. Um, but the tour is in good shape, but I know that uh, he'll probably have a hand in uh, finding his successor, and, and the, the, the beat will go on, so to speak. Are you hearing anything about a successor? Any names being bandied about? 
I've heard nothing, and I'm, uh, I'm I'm checking. I'm in touch with a lot of people, and if anyone knows anything, they're not telling me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mike May, as I mentioned, also a golf travel writer, and one of the things you've been working on is a project involving the late Pete Dye, who we lost. Oh, just a just a little over a year ago. I think it was January ninth of twenty twenty. So the timing to have you on to talk about that's pretty good. Yes, uh, I unfortunately never had a chance to meet Pete Dye, but I'm writing a story about him for the uh, 2021 Indiana Golf Guide, and it's part one is the, the Pete Dye Golf Trail that uh, is seven courses at um, six clubs throughout the state of Indiana that he had a, a role in either designing or redesigning, <clears throat> and it's called the Pete Dye Golf Trail because he and his wife Alice lived uh, in Carmel, Indiana for a number of years. Uh, but I've also written uh, about Pete and spoken to uh, four or five people who knew him well. And uh, the stories they told about him are, we'll, we'll share a few today. A remarkable man, and uh, he um, just was a genius in many respects. But uh, his son, PB, said, you know, Dad was not a golf course designer or architect. He was a ditch digger. You know, Pete Dye was in touch with the land that he built these golf courses on. He knew the shapes and the, the moguls and the bumps and the hollows, and he would walk, of course, many times twice in a day as they're building it. So um, he said, uh, PB said about his dad, building a golf course is like raising a child. The more you're around it, the better off it'll be in the end. And uh, he and his wife raised a couple of great sons, and, and Pete designed many great golf courses. Yeah, he packed a lot of living into his 94 years as well, and there's no shortage, I'm sure, of, of great Pete Dye tales and stories. Yeah, the uh, one of the uh, interesting stories was actually with uh, Tony Pancake, who's actually a childhood friend of mine from southern Indiana. Tony is now the director of golf at Crooked Stick uh, in Carmel, just north of Indianapolis, and that's where John Daly went to PGA in 1991. But right. Tony, Tony became the head pro in 2004 and the director of golf in 2010. And soon after becoming become director of, of golf in 2010, he said to Pete he would like to shadow him on some of his golf course projects. And, and so Pete said, well, one of the first things I need is I need $8 million. And <laughs> Tony said, well, why do you need $8 million? He said, I want to blow up Crooked Stick and start all over again. That well, Pete they never did. They never came up with the $8 million, and Crooked Stick still remains. It's probably had a few modifications, but it's still in good shape. Yeah. He, what was, he charged like a million, million dollars to, to design a course and guaranteed if you didn't like it, he'd give the money back? Uh, no, actually, you're, you're, it was a million dollars to design what is known as the Pete Dye course at French Lick, and he says, if you don't like it, then don't pay the bill. Okay. <laughs> but they liked it, and they paid the bill. They gladly yeah. paid the bill. That was that was that course opened in 2009, and took about three years. And uh, Dave Harner, who's director of golf at uh, at uh, the Pete Dye course in French Lake, told that story. And uh, um, you know, one thing about Pete that his son PB said: if you go to a golf course with my dad, you're going to end up with dirty knees because Dad always would get down on his knees and uh, grab some sand, and he would design with his fingers and uh, do a drawing in the dirt of what he's thinking about on that given hole. So he was very hands-on and in touch with the soil of every golf course that he uh, 
had a role in designing. He was, you know, you mentioned he was a, his son said he was a ditch digger, but he was also a genius at, at digging those ditches because he, he was an artist is what he was. Yes, he, uh, he, Tony Pancake told me that he would stand, he was down at French Lick and all those Hoosier National Forest trees, and Pete could look through the trees and see where he wanted to put the green and the bunkers and the, and the waste bunker and whatever. And Tony said, I could just see trees. <laughs> but Pete could visualize what he wanted with the trees not being there, even though the trees were there. So he, he really was a visionary, a genius, and uh, he practiced what he preached. And uh, he was not the kind of guy who would just show up at the beginning and show up at the end. Uh, he went down to French Luck, I think, 150-plus times in three years. So he was there a lot. Wow. Yeah, amazing. we got more Pete Dye stories, and we're going to talk a little about specifically about the Pete Dye Golf Trail, which you can play in Indiana. Talk about some great courses there with our guest, Mike May, who is with us today on TD Green, golf travel writer and a frequent guest. We always have, have fun and enjoy when Mike drops by for a visit later in the hour, Neil Wokadoff talking about golf and aging on today's edition of Tea to Green. Be right back. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. 
If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Talking golf 52 weeks a year and loving it right here every Sunday on TD Green, the golf show now on Sirius Channel 217, XM Channel 203, and the Sirius XM app. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Evans is off today. And we're talking with Mike May, golf travel writer, about Pete Dye. Uh, Just a little over a year ago, golf and the world lost Pete Dye. He passed away on January 9th of last year in the Dominican Republic at the age of 94. But what a legacy uh, he left behind. Pete, De- Pete Dye designed some of the most famous courses here in the U.S., uh, courses like Whistling Straits and Crooked Stick, TPC, Sawgrass, uh, and uh, designed courses in 26 countries around the world as well. He was especially busy in the state of Indiana and to honor Pete Dye's Indiana ties, uh, there's the Pete Dye Golf Trail in Indiana. Seven courses, 126 holes. And Mike, uh, what what can you tell us about about that? Is it is it new? Did it did they just put this together? Can you play it now? It, you can play it now. Probably not today. Probably a little cold and, and yeah. uh, wintry up in Indiana. But uh, yes, it's uh, these courses have been around for a while. They decided to amalgamate them and create this. Uh, trail. There's other courses that they may, they could add to it, like Plum Creek, which is in Carmel. That's worthy of being on the trail. So there's other designs, but this is the initial lot of seven courses, uh, six clubs uh, from um, Tippy Canoe in the north down to French Lick in the south and a few in between. The Pete Dyke course in French Lick, which he designed in what in like two thousand nine or redesigned? Is that yes, it's actually he, he, he that's the latest one and he was completely in charge of that from beginning to end. And that probably is the one that's uh, the crown jewel of all of them. But they're all great. Uh, you've got two courses in West Lafayette that are part of the Purdue University course, two in Indianapolis, the Fort and the uh, uh, Brickyard Crossing and then his original eighteen hole course uh, which is semi-private uh, Maple Creek. that um, was originally called Heather Hill. But we could talk in a little more details about each one. I just wanted to sort of give you a, a, a capsule summary of what it is. Yeah, the, the, the term I was looking for when I mentioned uh, French, uh, the one in French Lick, the Pete Dye course, was you and you. You described it aptly. You said the crown jewel. That's the, that's what I was trying to say when I was when I was talking about it. the Brickyard Crossing at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Four of the holes are actually on the infield of the speedway, and the rest of the course is sort of on the outskirts of the speedway. Well, you talk about a challenge putting a golf course there. That must have been something. <laughs> 
Yes, that is a Pete Dye redesign. Um, so I can't remember exactly when he did the redesign, but it was probably in the last uh, 20 years. I think it was in the early 90s. But uh, that course has been around for a number of years, and actually it's hosted an LPGA event uh, as recently as 2019. It's a, uh, a senior PGA Tour event, Champions Tour, and they also hosted a PGA Tour event back in the 50s and 60s. So as I say, if a course can host the Champions and the LPGA and the PGA Tour, it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. Yep, that's pretty good. That's not bad. That's uh, three for three right there. So the the Pete Dye Golf Trail, if people want to play it, how do they go about doing that? Um, you can actually uh, contact the courses uh, individually. Uh, that's probably the best way. I believe there's a website, uh, PeteDyeGolfTrail.com, that you can visit. Uh, you can Google Pete Dye Golf Trail in Indiana, and you'll get all the answers. But uh, you've got, you know, it's a good idea is maybe fly to Indianapolis. Played, uh, you've got three courses in Indianapolis, and if you want to go south to French Lake, you can, or go north up to West Lafayette and play the two of Purdue, and then veer off to the northwest to play Tippy Canoe. So it can easily be done in a week, or maybe you play three courses one year and four the next and make it back-to-back years to Indiana. But they, they all, all book tee times individually, but there is a sort of a camaraderie and a connection between them all. Yeah, and I just just reading about each course from the article you sent me, your your article about the Pete Dye Golf Trail and the descriptions you gave, it's like seven courses, but all seven are unique in their own way. Very much so. Um, the um, uh, I was going to say the uh, I just lost my train out there. But yeah, Brickyard Crossing. I think the most amazing thing about it is a tra- I think it was Travel Advisor a couple of years ago looked at courses that were the uh, top 25 courses for layout in, in the U.S. It was December 2018, Golf Advisor. They listed the fourth as first, and second was New York's Best Page Black. And that's hosted some, some big events. So yeah. if an event, that, uh, Best Page Black has been a U.S. Open, a PGA Tour event, a PGA Championship event, but if one entity ranks the fourth better than the Best Page Black, um, I don't disagree. I've played the Fort a few times. Love it. And it's uh, surrounded by Fort Benjamin Harrison. There'll be no development around the golf course. Uh, you probably see more deer out there than you do people. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, that's for sure. Now, yeah. he's he designed something like 22 courses in uh, in the state of Indiana. You think they'll maybe eventually add more to the Pete Dye Golf I mean, Trail? Yeah, I think they will. Um there are some great courses that uh, even I'm unaware of at this point that, that probably are worthy of it, but I think that they wanted to start small and then grow and, and uh, see if this whole idea, idea would catch on, and I think it has. In fact, my story will appear in the, uh, on the Pete Dye Golf Trail in the uh, 2021 edition of the Indiana Golf Guide. So Indiana is doing a, a big effort to promote Pete Dye and, and bring Pete golf tourism to, to their great state. Now, you can't talk about Pete Dye without talking about his wife, Alice Dye, who preceded him in death just by about a year or so. She was 91 when she passed, but they were, they were, they were a team. They were a pair, weren't they? They were. In fact, uh, both were, were good golfers. Uh, uh, in fact, I think uh, Alice probably had more championship titles than Pete did, and Pete was a very good player. Uh, as uh, PB told me, his mother would often give uh, Pete some advice 
to say, don't forget about the women players. Don't forget about the high handicappers. Uh, make the course playable for them as, as well as those low handicappers. So I think she helped uh, temper the kind of aggressive strategies. And as a golfer, she knew what, what would work and what would not, especially from the feminine aspect. So she was uh, a great influence. How good of a golfer was he? Pete won, I think he won, actually won in, he played in two U.S. Opens. Um, he won like the Midwest Amateur Championship. And um, it was like the 1957 U.S. Open at Inverness in Ohio. Pete missed the cut, but so did Jack Nicholas, And he beat Nicholas <laughs> by 12 shots. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, he must have been pretty back before Jack became one. But, uh, so Pete was an accomplished player. Uh, Tony Pancake, again, the current director of golf at Crooked Stick, when he first met Pete, he was in his uh, late 70s and still striking the ball very well. In fact, as part of Tony's interview, he had to play in the Pete Dye Cup with Pete Dye at Crooked Stick. And um, Pete could, could hit it long ways and hit it accurately. Now, I, I don't want to get too far off the track, but Tony Pancake, is that the guy's real name? That's his name. He's a childhood friend of mine, and uh, he played uh, college golf at University of Alabama and with uh, Conrad Raylene. And uh, Tony was a pro at Valhalla back in 1999 when Tiger Woods and Bob May had that duel uh, that went to extra holes. And so, yeah, and then um, so Tony's been a lifelong friend of mine. He just happens to have some very prominent positions in golf. And he was, he's an accomplished golfer himself. Pete Dye passed away, I don't think a lot of people know this, in the Dominican Republic. That's where he was at the time he, he died. Uh, he designed a lot of courses there, too. He, uh, I think there's 11 courses down there that the, uh, the Pete Dye uh, sort of creative design company put together. And uh, Pete loved the Dominican Republic, and I think the Dominican Republic loved Pete. And uh, according to PB, on the day that his father died, he got up, had a healthy breakfast, uh, was watching some reruns of Gunsmoke, and then at one point late in the morning just took a deep breath, closed his eyes, and he passed away. Wow. Yeah, we, should all, we should all go... Yeah. Yeah, we should yeah. all go something like that. Watching James Arness, Gunsmoke. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I, I chuckled when I heard that from PB, as he did. But uh, he was down there for uh, his dad's last few months. And every day they jump on the golf cart at 5 o'clock and, and roam around the golf courses that he had designed. And uh, according to PB, while Pete was really not a great communicator in his later years because of the impact of Alzheimer's, his mind was sharp, his vision was sharp, and he knew what was going on. He just couldn't verbalize it. If people wanted to read your articles and read what you've written about Pete Dye, how can they find it? Well, actually, there, uh, I've got a Pete Dye Golf Trail booklet on gogolfandtravel.com. That's G-O-Golfandtravel.com. And you can also go to indianagolfer.com, and you'll see the same booklet. So... What I'm doing with the Indiana Golf Guide is a reduced version of the longer version that's on GoGolfAndTravel.com under the Indiana tab, and then also Indiana Golfer. Just scroll down and you'll see my booklet. It's a free download. Uh, my gift to uh, those who are passionate about golf and are curious about some of the great designs of Pete Dye, and I tell you. Okay. That's Mike May talking about Pete Dye. Neil Wokadoff next here on T to Green.
Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. What's in store this week at Staples? Restocking those school supplies. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, school goes on. And Staples has everything your student needs, like notebooks, folders, and lap desks, at amazing prices. This week, Staples two-pocket poly folders are just 50 cents each, and four-ounce Elmer's school glue is just 75 cents each. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Restock for school and save at Staples. Ends one sixteen twenty one. while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 Your number one source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. It's T.D. Green. It's the golf show where we talk golf every Sunday. I'm Jay Ritchie. I've got a question for you. Let me see. Show of hands. How many golfers out there listening are 70 or older? How many are 60 or older? How about 50 and older? Show of hands. Okay. Uh, And for you younger golfers pay attention because with any luck at all someday you will be an older golfer one of the best things about golf is you can play it for your entire life or just about your entire life but it doesn't get easier as you age especially after you turn 50 there's a lot of new research being devoted to golf and aging and our friend dr neil wokadoff the director of the colorado center for health and sport 
has a website called livingvital.org where you can check in on that research. You could find a lot of tips about golf and aging and lots of info as well. I talked to him a couple of days ago, and we covered a lot of ground, and I found out that he's done a lot of work to help golfers turn back the clock. So, Neil, we're talking about specifically about golfers over 50. Why 50? Why is that the demarcation line? I think aging actually starts at 30. That's why you see a lot of running backs in the NFL not playing after 30 because they start losing fast twitch muscle fiber. Uh, the same thing with the senior tour, different in golf than the regular tour. But the reason I picked 50 as kind of a demarcation point is that's when people know it. When people are from 30 to 49, they still think they can train hard and do all the stuff they did at 25. But as soon as they hit 50, they start noticing little injuries or aches or pains, or they might forget something, or maybe something didn't work quite as well, and, they're in, and they almost do a self-check and go, hey, this isn't the same old me. You've got a lot of people walking the golf course thinking they're really getting a full benefit, big assumption this is going to improve their health, maybe even stave off dying early. Is that true? Yes and no. So the yes is it adds calories to our overall profile. We know you got to expend, in my book, about 2,500 calories a week to really be healthy. So from that perspective, it's really good. But from a fitness perspective, they did a study in Norway a couple of years back that showed that VO2 max, or your cardiovascular endurance, was the most important predictor of coronary heart disease and not dying early. Golf just doesn't occur at the kind of level where you really get the same effect as if you were running or riding the bike or hopping on an elliptical or those kind of things. Now, on the flip side, there's a really good thing about golf. It contributes to mental and social factors in health. Because you're playing with a group a lot of times of people that you know. Hopefully on courses where your brain has to think about how do I hit this shot or do those things. It's kind of like changing up the chessboard. So from that sense, it does help stave off aging, but it's only one component. The other thing that really happens after 50 that people aren't aware of is you can't hyper-focus on one thing and have it make up for something else. So in other words, you can't sit there and say, well, I'm going to buy a Peloton and I'm going to go nuts 400 minutes a week and I'm just going to train like crazy and do all this stuff when I'm going to have a, you know, a double hamburger every day for lunch. Yeah, maybe at 25, but not after 50. So maybe after 50, probably ought to give some other things some attention. We're talking to Neil Wokadoff. Living Vital is his website, livingvital.org. And let's talk a little bit about genetics. Aren't my genetics that I inherit from my parents, my ancestors, the most important determinant of what's going to happen to me as I get older. Well, that's a really big change in the last few years. Everybody says, oh, I've got great genetics, I've got genetics. You can talk to all sorts of people who have lived their parents by 30 years, and unfortunately you can't talk to the people that have died 20 years earlier than their parents. So 10% of what happens in your life later is directly related to your parents. 90% is how your lifestyle modifies your genetic code and the body functions. That's a pretty big number. That says how you live has got as much to do with it as who gave you the genes that determined your hair color and your eye color. So what else is involved in making us live longer, improving longevity, or just upping our function, our ability to function as we grow older? Well, 
there's a lot of things. It's how you deal with stress, how you rest and recover. Uh, but I'd say that uh, the interesting thing is nutritional and exercise consistency. That's probably a big thing that people don't know about nutrition is that it's probably 50% of what changes your genetic profile in terms of lifestyle. So it's what you eat every day, and the point is, yeah, you can go out and get a double hamburger every two or three weeks, but you wouldn't want to do it every day or every other day. So it's really important, much more so after 50, that all those things, exercise and nutrition, really become the kind of things that you do six and a half days a week, and then maybe someday you splurge for breakfast and have Eggs Benedict or something like that. Yeah. Well, I think in recent years, what we put into our bodies has become a, a priority to a lot of people. What's the latest research on that? Well, I'd, I'd probably tell you that the biggest thing that's changed about nutrition and how these things work together is that what it goes on in your gut in terms of the bacteria that are living in there and help you process food and do all those things have a big effect on your brain. I have not talked to anybody in my Living Vital program that didn't want to improve their brain and how they think. One of the interesting things that's come out in the last 10 years is this whole gut-brain connection, that if you have a healthy and consistent gut, what's happening inside your digestive system, that communicates back to your brain. So I think that it's really important there that you get a program that works, understand what to eat, works well for you, and you're on all your medications, and then you're going to get a big brain boost. We've heard for years about brain food. Is that what we're, we're looking at here? No, I, I, and, and that's a good question. I, I think there are things that, that help the brain function, but I think in this case, we're talking about things that make for a healthy gut microbiome. How does your body use those little healthy bacteria to, to, to devour food and to do the right things and communicate back with the, with the brain? So, yeah, onions are good to eat and cucumbers are good to eat. We can pick all these things, MCT oil, all this stuff. But, but really it's about how is your overall diet orchestrated so that your gut can communicate with your brain and go back and forth. You can jump on, online now and you can find a lot of computer brain testing, computer brain training. Is that worthwhile? Probably yes and probably no because they're kind of the tip of the iceberg. They get into about 10% of it. But it's much deeper than that. The problem is the simple online thing just don't get to that level of distinction, so you don't know what to work on. Is it's not that they don't tell you things, but if you can't really give the lay of the land, you don't know which exercises you should do. Like somebody says, "Why should work on Sudoku?" And I go, "Well, kind of depends if verbal memory is kind of a problem for you. If it isn't a problem, don't do Sudoku." But they say, well, I heard it was good. And I go, well, there's the problem. Not everything is good for everything. <laughs> <laughs> now, you and I talked the other day, and we were talking about your brain age versus your chronological age. What's that all about? So what's come out in the last 10 years is this concept called epigenetics. And brain age, okay, you can be 70 years old, but your brain could function as if you were 80 or it could function as if you were 55. And it's the same thing with the body. And that study of where we are, how our body functions internally, and what our biological ages is called epigenetics. And that looks at how our lifestyle has 
changed those little genetic code markers. Have you ever seen one of those little puppet shows with the marionettes? Sure, yeah. Okay, that's a really good way to think of genetics, is that you see the puppet moving, and the puppet is your genetic code. And what's above it is moving it, which is the hand, which is really what your lifestyle is. And just think of the, the hand moving to the left or right or forward or back, and, and the puppet does certain things. Well, there are certain things in your uh, genetic code that the lifestyle turns on, good parts of your genetic code, and then there are certain things that bad lifestyle turns on in your genetic code and makes you age faster or not function as well. So you can turn these genes off or on with your lifestyle, and it's really like that marionette being controlled by the hand. So I decide to change my lifestyle. How long is that going to take to show up affecting or changing my generic co genetic code? Well, it's, I think a good way to think of this is it's like a bicycle wheel. You've got 38 spokes in a bicycle wheel. So if there are 38 variables in aging, there's probably, there's probably 12 to 15 once you change all those things to some degree, they're probably going to take mm, two to three months for that to kind of really click on and make the genetic code do what it should do based on those lifestyle factors. I've seen it happen as early as two months. Some of the companies that I use to help test that in patients and clients say it really takes three months. I really give people three months to say, okay, now that you've done all that stuff, let's give it three months, let all this sink in and see how the marionette and the hand are working. This is a golf show. So how does all of this apply, the epigenetics especially, how does this apply to golf? The first thing is how we produce energy and how we recover and how we think and how much power we have in our muscles is to a large part determined by how we train, which is then determined by our genetic code. So the people that say, oh, I've lost distance, and I used to hit the ball 270 and now I'm down to 195, we could probably look at their lifestyle and go, you know, there's some things that you haven't done well in terms of how you're trained, and those have probably affected your genetic code where it's, it's not really reacting to life the same way as the people that are being positive. So I think when you look at people that lose distance or or say, I'm just not as sharp as I was, or those kind of things, or I can't play four days in a row, I think we can really look at what's happening under the hood and say, you know, you're probably really older than what your chronological age is, where you know, your friend you're playing with there is actually younger in terms of how he functions than his chronological age. So I think when we look at that distance marker, that's one that you could probably say, hey, there's a direct relationship of these things. Mm -hmm. And then when we look at fine motor things like chipping and those kind of things. People say, oh, I used to be able to do that and I can't do that now, where there's a real brain-body connection. Those things also have a component of being controlled by the genetic code. I think there's a direct performance in how you age and how you perform. And I think a lot of people that are over 50 have the wrong idea. They say, well, they want to drive it 300 yards. And I say, well, how far do you hit it now? And they go, 260. I go, no, for the next 20 years, you want to hit at 260. You don't want to be five years down the road and get to 210. You want to stay at 260 for the next 20 years. I think people have a little bit of a misleading idea of what they can get to and then what they ought to work on. And I say, well, if it's reasonable, hold on to it. Maybe you can get a few yards back. But you never really know until you explore all these factors and you see what 
people have been doing. That's why I think it's really a multifactorial look at what medications are you taking, what's your lifestyle, what surgeries have you had, you're likely to eat, what don't you like to eat, all those things, and you put it all together, and then you come up with what's reasonable for somebody to achieve. But yes, you kind of dance with what brings you. Interesting stuff there. That's part one of a two-part interview that we did with uh, golf, uh, with the, uh, the director of the golf uh, uh, Colorado Center for uh, Sport and Science, Neil Wolkadoff, Ph.D. Um, we'll play part two for you uh, on next Sunday's show, but in the meantime, if you want to find out more information about that, you can go to Neil's new website. It's called livingvital.org, livingvital.org, to find out a little bit more about golf and aging. Neil Wolkadoff, part two of that interview for you, where he talks a little bit about Bernard Longer and the amazing things he's doing on the Senior Champions Tour at age 63. Neil Wolkadoff on next week's show with part two of that interview. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Not done yet. We'll take you on tour next here on Tee to Green. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network. Brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 The fastest hour in golf and the quickest hour on the radio as well. It's Tita Green. It's the Golf Show and boy another hour just flying by here. But we're not done yet. Uh, Time to take a look at what's happening on tour. Now, two of the major tours, the LPGA Tour and the Tour Champions, are not teeing off uh, the new season until next week. The LPGA, the ladies, will be at Lake Buena Vista, Florida, for the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions. And the older folks, the Tour Champions, uh, their first event will be the Mitsubishi Electric Championship in Kona, Hawaii. Speaking of Hawaii, the... Regular PGA Tour stop this week. It's been a while. Been around a while. The Sony Hawaiian Open played at the Wailai Country Club, uh, just uh, off of downtown Honolulu. And going into the final round today, Brendan Steele and Kevin Na are tied for the lead at nine under par. Joaquin Neiman is at seven under par. And then you got a couple of guys, uh, Peter Melnati and Charlie Hoffman, who are at six under par. Uh, Russell Henley is at five under par. So it's kind of still anybody's game there, anybody's uh, tournament at the Sony Open in Hawaii at the Wailai Country Club going into the final 18 holes today, and it'll be on NBC as well. You can watch that in and around the NFL playoffs. Our thanks today to our guest Mike May for joining us to talk about the legacy of Pete Dye, who passed away just a little over a year ago one of the greatest golf course designers, architects ever. And if you want to read or find out more uh, of Mike May's work, go to gogolfandtravel.com, gogolfandtravel.com. And don't forget on next week's show, we'll play part two of the interview with Neil Wokadoff on golf and aging. Thanks to Scott Cuddy in Master Control. Another great job today. And thank you for joining us here today on Tea to Green. I'm Jay Ritchie. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight. <laughs>